Once again, you already know what it is, and you already know where you have reached the number one collaborative professional wrestling podcast anywhere in the land. He, to my direct left, is the one and only Conrad Cushman representing everything pro wrestling. I am Sean Hubbard representing Hubbard Wrestling Weekly, and we collectively are Clash of the Podcast coming to you guys for the 67th consecutive week. Let me repeat that. 67th consecutive week. We are so fired up to be with you guys tonight as we continue down the road to, uh, I guess you could say the road has begun to WrestleMania, even though it doesn't officially start till till January. But, you know, we, we already see a little bit of writings on the, wall, on the wall, you know, and we can start pointing to the sign, all that jazz. But uh, we pray that you had a wonderful week. And weekend, we pray that you guys are ready for another awesome show. Conrad's ready. I'm ready. I'm sure the chat is ready. There's only one thing left to say, and that's Conrad, my brother. Drop that thing. Monday. Ah, we're back again, man. Clash of the podcast. This is how I feel like my week gets kicked off right. Oh, and yeah. Mondays are always something fun, something fierce. Because I don't know what I'm going to get into with Sean. Sean's looking sharp, bro. I got to come on here and I'm going to say that myself. Sean's edge up is crispy. The lineup is crispy. Uh, I'm rocking the Bills. I'm feeling the Bills. We're about to try to make the playoffs wild card style if we can. Um, we need a, probably a few miracles to happen in along the way, but it can happen. Let's see what let's see what goes down. Always I believe. You. I appreciate you, Conrad, but you know, also more importantly than that, you know, um, I I still am holding on to. I'm, I'm humbled by your compliment, brother. But more importantly than that, I'm really fired up about my Super Bowl pick. I'm a Giant fan. I have no horse in the race. Of course, I hope the Giants win tonight. But I predicted that the Buffalo Bills would win the Super Bowl in 2023. So I'm really hoping that this could be the sign of something miraculous. Speaking of your Giants, don't forget that they did win from a wild card spot at one point in time. They are the uh, the kryptonite if the New England Patriots are right. Superman. Right. Absolutely. 100%. Just put it out there. I always like to remind Tom Brady fans that he never beat Eli. So never beat know. Eli. Never beat Eli. That's a fact. Let's get into some of these uh, comments. We got people. They were rolling in early. They were like four thirty, getting out of work. They they were coming right on in the chat. Ray Thompson says, "Happy Monday, everyone." And sorry, I got this weird glitch now with. Uh, like StreamYard, like when you click it, there's like a highlight over it for me. Oh, Happy man. Monday, guys. I hope everyone had a great weekend. I sure did. Got some much-needed family time. Well, that's important, right? Yes, yes. Ray, we're always happy to have you, man. Nothing wrong with some family time. Trust me. That's key. Key to uh, getting that in. Ray also said, have to say I really enjoyed Raw last week. Seth versus Jay and Drew versus Sammy were both very good matches. I enjoyed the two out of three falls match as well. 
Punk's promo on SmackDown was much better, but not a fan of this U.S. title tourney. Just give the shot to KO. He's winning anyway, LOL. Well, you, you've heard who's in the tourney, though. Right. I mean, the announcement, yeah, the announcement of, of Carmelo Hayes has definitely made my interest peak a little bit. I want to see him win it. Um, this could be the long-awaited call-up, even though it seems, seems like he's still entrenched in the Trick Williams situation. So... I feel like him and Braun, like those guys from that original, they're ready. Like it's either let's see what they can do or let's move on from it. Facts. You know, like Braun, Braun Breaker's in this like purgatory, I feel like. Like what, is, what are we doing with him? He just shows up. You just said it 100% correctly, bro. So they're just sitting there. And I have a bad feeling for Car- Carmelo's got to play this right because Trick might be his big daddy cool diesel. We can, um, we can probably deep dive into it, but I think the E might like him. We got to see the mindset. If Vince was around, he'd be in trouble, I think. Because well, yeah, trick, trick is bigger, pause. And at the end of the day, hey. you know, <laughs> he's bigger. <laughs> and, and honestly, that's kind of WWE's MO, but hopefully that's not the case. Look, to me, if you put Carmelo and Trip Williams in a room, I'm picking Carmelo. But Trip Williams has emerged as a major player. He is really doing well. And the way they booked him, I guess WWE just does good booking in NXT because they suck everywhere else. But the way they booked him at deadline was amazing. Yes, shout out to HBK. The way they booked him at, a, at deadline was absolutely amazing. Four falls in a minute. That was tremendous. As a Shawn Michaels fan, we have to take these dubs when we can because the slander that is put on Shawn Michaels' name today is uncalled for and unjust. Yes. Probably justified. But still, but still, we take our dubs. Uh, Quilly. Quill says, what up, Conrad? Sean, chat, your boy, Sir Quills is back with my two favorite bros, CJ and Hubs, here to enjoy episode 67. Here's a throwback for you guys. Kent Hall, woo, edition of Clash of the Podcast. Let's get into it. Quilly, I like it. I like it, Quilly. Dougie Fresh in the chat. Doug says, it's another Monday, another Clash. I have to keep reminding myself, Fat Juice Robinson doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Oh, goodness. Uh, Vinny, hey guys, happy Monday. God bless. God bless you, Vinny. God bless you. Thank Vinny. you. The only Vinny Thank I like. You. That's gonna become a shirt, so yeah. Yeah, be careful. Be careful. Anthony Slate says, Hey, what up, guys? I don't think uh, I'm the first one. Not, to, not tonight, but we're happy you're here, Anthony. Welcome. Appreciate you, brother. And if you guys are in the chat, do me a favor, hit that like button, real quick. Yes, do that. Hit that EPW button right now, man. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with getting them likes up. Hit that like button. Get us into them double digits. Uh, Joel says, "Let's do this." What up, Joel? Joel, appreciate you, my guy. Joel, I hope you had a good weekend. Uh, I know we were talking some uh, combat sports on the side there, little UFC. There was a lot of stuff this week. It was Impact, AEW. I, I actually still did not watch Collision. Oh, really? Okay. Terribly. At one point, my favorite show. More on that later. We're going to be talking a little oh, AEW. But I wonder why. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. It's, it's the changes, Sean. It, they made some. Vinny knows. Bills win. Mahomes whining about the right call. Um, yeah, I can't say. I don't know about the referees telling people about the offsides. I think that's ridiculous. Personally, you want them to coach you too? Like, come on. Look, I, I have a really quick two cents about this. 
I would not have made a had a problem either way. Okay, if they never threw the flag and that touchdown stood, it would have been what it was. But at the end of the day, it's the right. I don't understand what Pat Mahomes is complaining about. Oh, because it was the last play of the game or one of the last plays of the game toward the end. It shouldn't have been called because it's very rarely called. Was was Cardavius Tony standing on the right side of the line? No. Is that a foul? Yes. The, the, the referee didn't do, and I don't like referees, but in this case, the referee didn't do anything wrong. It's not a job anybody's envious of either, being a right. ref. To me, there's two ways to call a game. You either call everything or you call you let it you let it ride. Right. And that's it. Right. You know, unless it's super egregious, and that's just how it's got to be. XG Dub in chat was goody. My man Positively E doing the Wakanda forever. Uh, uh, <laughs> Look uh, in my eyes. I always wonder if that's what that's for, though. Truthfully, it's possible. Like you could big Marvel fan. Yo, Roman I'll give Reigns. This, right? CM Punk is woke. I'll give him that. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I just listened to an interview with Ace Steel today, which was pretty informing. I'll say to hear another person's side of things in that whole ordeal. Interesting. Original Biggie says, good evening. Good evening, EPW show. Good evening, Sean. I got my fantasy booking on today when we get to it. Okay. Vinny mentioned Roman Reigns is back. Time to get hype. He's he's going to, damn it, damn it. Oh, yeah, it's not even his theme anymore. I'm sorry. Look, at that's that's how long he's been gone. Of a king. <laughs> Renegade says, how about them refs? Mm. <laughs> Monday night, meh. Mm. M, Leezy, Foe, Sheezy. Hello. Good evening. Best way to start my birthday week. My birthday is on Friday. Hope everyone has a great week. Happy birthday, M, Leezy, for Sheezy. I'm sure I speak for Conrad when I say that we will be shouting you out on social media. Happy birthday in advance, though, my G. Happy birthday. Much appreciated, Matt. Um, what do we got here? Joe, Conrad's hat is crispy. That's thank you, fact. sir. That's a fact. Thank you, thank you, thank Yo, you. Your gear is tighter than mine, bro. I've noticed that. Your gear is tighter than mine. Nah, bro. I am I am the cheapest person when it comes to clothes. I used to care about clothes. If Sean knew me back in the day, he would be like, oh, okay, this brother got mad stuff. I have Jordan sitting in the closet that I don't even touch. If Rob's in the chat, he will attest. I had sneakers I didn't wear for like five years one time. And he was like, dude, are you ever going to wear these? And I finally wore them when we went to like Toronto finally. He was like, now you wear them. I was like, yeah, they're crispy. I'm a sneakerhead as well. Yeah, I, I stay away from it all. Mm-hmm. Eric Douglas. What is going on? Appreciate you coming in. I've been waiting for the uh, Osprey proper AEW debut. You're going to be waiting until 2024, brother. Yeah, he told 2024. Me about a little bit, but I respect that. He's doing he's doing right by the company that did him right for all these years. Yo, big shout out to Jocelyn. Jocelyn uh, put up a list on Twitter, and uh, the channel was on it. I know she's always in here for Clash of the Podcast. She's in there for Dynamite. I got to show Jocelyn some love. Pacers fought during that in-season tournament championship. Proud of that young team. Anyway, four weeks away from Wrestle Kingdom. Talk your talk, Jocelyn. How do you feel about Braun getting that? He won the the MVP for the in-season tournament. Oh, my God. Look, 
it's another trophy for the trophy case. LeBron James is the second greatest player to ever put on a pair of sneakers. There's nothing LeBron James can do to change that. But I will say this. I've given him the nod over people that I never thought I'd give the nod over. I give him the nod over somebody like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who I never thought I'd give anybody a nod over other than Jordan. I give him the nod over people like Bill Russell. But he will never be better than Jordan. But it's amazing and ironic that the GOAT, secondarily the GOAT, won the first ever in-season tournament and in-season tournament MVP. That's kind of weird. Kind of weird how that played out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not a fan of the in-season thing. I'm like, who cares? You know, I don't know. That's just me. The only thing that ca- only people that care are the are the kids on the bench who get a five hundred thousand dollar bonus. Mm-hmm. And I and that's cool because some of these kids' contracts are very low, so that's a ma- to Bron it's like a drop in the bucket. But like for like the twelfth man on the bench, and and I get it too. They're trying to incentivize because you would start basketball October. People watch in the beginning. I'm sure they drop off. Yeah. Until the new year, until you start getting towards playoff times. I mean, you have people watch the Christmas games and stuff like that. Then they fall off again. So they're trying to keep people hooked throughout. Right. To uh, stick with it. Um, we got some questions here. Let's see if we can answer these. Any news on MJF's injury? I'll take this one, Sean. Uh, MJF is working through supposedly a torn labrum. Uh, you can see they've been doing things to keep him out of action, but he's still hurt. So I get the respect factor in that. Um, he's going to try to work through it, so we'll see what happens with it. Hopefully, can that, heal way, It reminds me of Kurt Angle and Austin back in 2001 when they both were severely injured at King of the Ring. And they basically did the backstage vignettes where they were hugging each other and talking with Vince and having fun. That was an angle to avoid them having to get into the ring, and it was really well done. Didn't crack porn, and I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. awesome. And that's the same thing that's happening right now with MJF. They're trying to build things around him so that he doesn't technically have to wrestle, which is smart. And I got Olympic gold. Give me that guitar. <laughs> <laughs> KO is injured, so he probably won't win. I don't know if K- is KO's injury real or do you know? Um, I I'm hearing dueling reports. I've done a little homework on this. Some are saying it's legitimate. Some are saying it's kayfabe. Um, I, if I were a betting man, I'd say it's kayfabe just by the way they've structured the thing. Um, I think on the other side you have Sami Zayn who's requested some time off, and I think that angle uh, is definitely kayfabe. But KO is fifty fifty. I'm not sure. Uh, Vinny says, what does Seth have behind him besides his stupid song? I will Go ahead. Vinny, Vinny, I tipped the cap to you, my friend. I didn't see that coming from Vinny. I like Vinny. What are you doing, Vinny? I thought thought you were my guy. Look, that song is awesome, but it's not the only thing. That's Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. That's the only thing he has going for him. Seth Rollins is the second best wrestler in the entire company. The second best wrestler in the company. Like, he's been that way for a long time. He's been Macho Man for a long time. Oh, my God. Just letting people know. Bella might be the sleeper to win this. I don't know. I don't, I'm don't. i worried about that storyline in NXT, man. I feel like they're going to – they might reveal something here. We'll see. We'll see what they do. It wasn't Brian Pillman Jr. who did it. No, I, I understand. Lex, Lexus King. Oh, excuse me. He loses the match and thanks for the sweet pay-per-view match. I was like, you lost. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like when they do that stuff where they try to like, they basically made the match not matter as much. Exactly. You're right. 
E says Carmelo is definitely a future star. The test is to see if Triple H is as hung up on size. Pause. I agree. Play. Original Biggie says Braun doing match equations and catering now. <laughs> or math equations. Uh, I feel the same way about Cora that y'all feel about Braun and Melo. I, I don't know if Cora Jade's ready yet. I don't think she's ready yet. I think uh, it's not Roxy. What's her name? Roxy and Perez. I think she's ready. Yeah. If you need um, some depth to the women's division, like bring her up. God rest her soul. China. Look, I'm, I'm saying this with all due respect. God, God rest her soul. China looked a certain way when you'll see where I'm going with this in a second. And then she got some stuff done and she came back and it eventually led to her being in Playboy and all the, the look just was vastly different. She looked better. Let's call a spade a spade, right? Cora Jade, she was always like cute or whatever, but Cora Jade looked amazing at deadline. Like Cora Jade is ready for the spotlight. And I think that new look is really going to be a microcosm of what's to come. She came out looking like a million dollars. I think she's your next NXT Women's Champion. I think she's a future star. I think that girl is about to take a giant leap into superstardom. She looked, it's not always, it's not just about looks. I'm just making a point. China was always, I think this comparison is legit and you can let me know what you think. China was awesome before she got the surgeries and things of that nature, right? But when she, added looks and i'm not saying anything nasty about her again god rest her soul when she added looks to the talent in this materialistic you know world that we live in right this this world that is so based on looks and let's be real right she became a megastar like playboy cover girl tv shows everything cora jade was always cute so there's a little bit of a difference there but Cora Jade looks amazing. Cora Jade looks like she's about to be the the biggest thing in the industry on the women's side. I think the opportunity could present itself to Cora Jade as long as they don't have her doing the skateboarding thing. Like I felt like that wasn't her. It right. screamed not you, and right. then they yeah. they kind of pivoted from it. So I'm glad that they made that. Amazing. Um, I didn't. I didn't recognize her at first, bro. When she came out, I was like, "Who is that?" I was like, "That's not Cora Jade." It's like, "Oh my god." But it is. Yeah. And I see everybody tweeting that CM Punk picture when she was like a kid. And I'm like, that's crazy, crazy to think. Crazy. Eric Douglas wants to know, Sean, does Billy shock the world on Friday and defeat Athena for the ROH Women's Championship? It's the main event, a final battle. I'll say no. I'll say no. I think they're going to keep this. Not yet. Not yet. They're going to keep it going a little while. Um, Athena has been a champion for a while. It's going to continue a little while longer. Um, not Friday. Not Friday. Original Biggie said, don't get me started on ref calls. Being a Saints fan, I'm used to failure and disappointment. Welcome to the club, brother. Welcome to the club. Sir Quill says, Patrick Mahomes complaining because the call didn't go in his favor as the Chiefs are accustomed to getting in the past. Now, look, I got to jump in right there, Quilly, and say that I got to give Mahomes credit, even though it sounded like he was being a little girl and complaining and crying like a little woman and everything. But the previous week, he made a point to talk about this this week when he was mad about this call with the Bills. The previous week when uh, Scaling, or whatever his name is, 
clearly got interfered with and it cost them the game. He did not complain about that. He took that on the chin. He didn't say one word about it. So I got to give him credit in that regard. Maybe this particular call, even though it makes no sense because Tony was offside, maybe this particular call just rubbed him the wrong way. Because last week he had an even stronger claim, and he didn't say a word. I'm, I'm telling you. Know what you I'm talking about? Yeah, there's, there's been a lot of games this season where I think they're going to start checking the f- officials, though. I think that's the real complaint. Okay. There's been a lot of Bills games. I've watched all of them. Holdings missed. A clear pass interference missed. And there's a ref right there, and it's like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, I know that sometimes they think the guys are just complaining to complain, but I'm like, you missed this. Cl-. There are holds in the replays where someone, I'm like, dude, do you not see this? Right, it's crazy. And they don't call it. McKinney's in the house. He said, yo, I'm here to talk wrestling with the Fire Live chat and the dynamic duo of Monday, Clash of the Podcast. And let y'all know, sympathy lies in between Ish and Syphilis. Mm. Look it up. Mm. I like it. Let's go. Let's go. Matt giving us the thank you. So 49ers win the Super Bowl. I can't see Miami and the Ravens beating them. Eh, never count out the Ravens, I say. I'm going to hold on to hope. that I, I, Like I said, I like being right. I'm going to hold on to hope that maybe Josh Allen can stop turning the ball over like a freaking moron and start doing what he was doing last year and lead them to the promised land. Uh, Ray said Cody Nakamura tonight getting dragged, the ending in a count out or DQ. I can see this getting dragged out until the rumble. Mm-hmm. You gotta. I, I can see even the miss being the DQ. I hope you're wrong, Ray, just because I don't want to see this, but you're probably right because WWE stinks. Right. Um, let me. I'm just trying to pick and choose some comments here. I'm excited for final battle on Friday. Brian Danson, ROH return, women's championship main. Uh, Taylor Lee, man, why couldn't this be at the Hammerstein? Yeah, I'm telling you. Facts. The, the, the New York fans deserve it. I think Tony made a big mistake not doing the show there. Uh, and they're struggling to sell tickets now because they went back to Texas again. Mm-mm-mm. He only won because he's showing interest in creating a basketball team in Vegas. Ooh. Interesting. Interesting. Fan Bill Russell. <laughs> What's saying that? Bill Russell is is that LeBron's better than Bill Russell? I love Bill Russell, but LeBron is better than Bill Russell. Different eras, man. Different eras. It's tough to uh, compare too. Because uh, like, if you ask me who's the greatest NBA player of all time, Michael Jordan. Who's probably my favorite basketball player of all time? I'll say Michael Jordan. Who's the greatest college basketball player of all time? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mm-hmm. It, it changes. Like, okay, what are the circumstances we're talking about here? Right. Uh Jimmy Crackhorn. Quills. I love it. I love it. Uh we got people talking about the Monstars. I'm just trying to add people in here. Seth Corny. <laughs> Yo, come on, E. Come on. If CM Punk, uh the bully Ryan, they sing your song, but they chant my name. Uh that would also be a thing. You think Tiffany Stratton's ready? We're getting a hot take about her. She's good, but I'm gonna say no. There's something missing. No, they tried to call her up, and she said no. I respect her for saying that. Oh, good for her. She could have made the money, and she said, no, I'll wait. I'm not ready yet. She needs more polishing. You know what? You telling me that, which I did not know, you telling me that makes me cheer for her more. I like Tiffany Stratton. Um, I think she could be ready. I noticed in that match she was clearly the leader. 
in the ring. She was the one that was like, I see it. If you're Tiffany Stratton, why do you want to go to Raw or SmackDown? They're going to ruin you when you get up there anyway. It's crowded, and you want to let other people debut so that the attention's on you. So hold off and wait as long as you can, I'd say. A.N.T., my man, Ant in the house. Yo, yo, what's good, Ant? Uh, always love it. I heard Ant's theme song on Rampage. If you guys are a fan of uh, Angelico, formerly from Lucha Underground, he is on AEW. Ant does his theme song, for those who don't know. So make sure you guys check that out. Show some love. Uh, the ninth wonder of the world. Oh, I can't say that next line. <laughs> uh, further proof that we're poor when it comes to looks. Let's see here. Cora looks like she put out some weight in a good way. She was kind of thin uh, and too kitty. Listen, listen. Cora's going to do what Cora's going to do. I want to see uh, how she delivers in that ring. That's what I want to see. We got Mahomes' press conference after it was legit. I didn't watch any of that. If Billy is booked to beat Athena for the ROH Women's Championship, that will be a direct spit in the face of Willow Nightingale. It should be Willow and nobody else, but that's just me. Um, I think they don't want Willow relegated down there. I think they need her on the main shows. Lamar will always choke. I love Willow Nightingale. Is Billy the person to do it, though? I know you said not now, but No. 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 It's not. I, I think Willow Nightingale should be the one. Interesting. The AFC North is for real this year. It's, it's been for real, brother. It's been for real. AFC is hard out here. Um, listen, let's get into this. Let's get into this. Sean, we're circling back. Sean picked the topics again this week, and I think I know. We got, we got to talk about what happened on Raw last week. We had a big-time main event. Seth Rollins, Jay Uso. <sighs> Sean, when you're right, you're right, bro. I know you don't want to hear that. I know that's not the the favorable thing right now, but yeah, it's, right. it's a tough thing, Conrad. You know, you you look at it for what it is, and you realize that, um, you know, Jay was just not going to win that match. You know, there was just nothing that would indicate that WWE would make that kind of decision. Um, but to me, it, it speaks volumes in a much more deeper and meaningful way because there's a better chance than not that Jay Uso will never be world champion. And and, and I'm not going to put him quite in the class of a Kurt Heading or a... Um, Ravishing Rick Rude won one in WCW, but in WWE, I guess you could add Ravishing Rick Rude, um, a Scott Hall, a.k.a. Razor Ramon. You know, you're, you're going to start seeing when Jay Uso continues to matriculate down the road in his career. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of excluding Jimmy right now because Jimmy's kind of corny right now. I'm hoping that they can, you know, fix that. But Jimmy, like I said last week, there, there's never been a time in his career he's been more popular. Um, the fans were into it. The fans were cheering for, for Jay. And even after the spear and the one-two, even after the Uso splash and the one-two, and then even after the spear and Uso splash, when you got the one, two, and two and a half, for him to, and I really want to know your thoughts, Conrad, in the chat as well, um, for him to get put down by a simple stomp. I know that's that's Seth's move. 
But Jay hit three finishers, three on Seth, and it wasn't enough. But unfortunately, we look back and we'll know that that wasn't enough. But Seth Rollins, a singular stomp was enough. So, and Vinny's saying what I what I agree with. I appreciate that comment, Vinny, that Jay is more over than Seth. You see, I understand that my perspective may come across as a bit jaded, but I but I, I do like to to be as fair as I possibly can be. Um, you know, I shouted it from the mountaintops that the Usos never should have broke up. I shouted it from the mountaintops that Jay Uso should at least be in consideration to beat uh, Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. But as the SummerSlam came closer, I said the SummerSlam, like Bret Hart would always say, at the SummerSlam, um, <laughs> I love when he did that. In the SummerSlam, I love Bret Hart. Um, at the end of the day, when we got closer to SummerSlam, Conrad and others made me realize, okay, you know what, Jay Uso beating Roman Reigns? Come on, Sean. Let's let's be really. And before and by the time SummerSlam rolled around, oh, that's awesome, Conrad. That's could Jay Uso be seen as Ricky Morton in NW? Unbelievable. That's a tremendous comparison. Holy crap! Wow, let's touch, let's touch on that. I, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to interrupt you, but I All put right. it. I wrote it in there for the chat to just take a look at. That is an amazing comparison. Um. But yeah, so to, to put a stamp on this, you know, Jay Uso walked into Monday Night Raw last week with all the momentum in the world, all the momentum in the world. Um, I love everybody knows I love Seth. I was just defending Seth, uh, surprisingly against Vinny. Vinny, my man, Vinny. I like Vinny, but you know, I had to defend Seth against Vinny. But everybody knows how I feel about Seth. I think Seth is amazing. I think Seth is the the best wrestler not named Roman Reigns in the company. Um, but, but Jay should have won that match last week. It was believable. It made sense. It was not for Roman Reigns' title. It was not for the Undisputed Championship. It was for the admitted, let's call a spade a spade. I want to give credit to people like Doug, people like Emily Z, McKinney. Um, I want to give credit to people like Easy e who have said that it's the secondary championship. No argument there. Conrad, no argument there. We understand this is the secondary world championship. I will have no problem admitting that. But that even drives my point even more. That drives my point even more. Jay Uso could not win the secondary world title with his much. How? And I guess I'll end it with this and this particular segment with this and throw it to you, Conrad. If he can't, I see you, Vinny. If he can't win the consolation prize then what does that say about how you feel about Jey Uso? Because when you look at professional wrestling, ladies and gentlemen, there are a few notations and facts that are needed in order for you to be considered a world championship caliber wrestler. A, you must be over with the fans. Check. B, you must be able to wrestle and wrestle effectively and believably. Check. C, you must be charismatic. Check. And D, you must be dedicated to the industry and be someone that the fans can believe in. Check. 
But that wasn't enough <laughs> to get the nod on a Monday night in December when the whole world would have loved to have seen it. I don't know what that means. I don't mean, I don't want to speculate. And I'm certainly not going to get up on my soapbox today. As you, as you can tell, Conrad, I'm a lot more calm about this thing than I was last week. Um, but the sentiment is the same. And it's even more serious and demonstrative than it's been in the past. Because you can convince me, McKinney, Quills, Vinny, M. Leezy, E, Jocelyn, you can convince me, Conrad, that Jay Uso was not supposed to win the Undisputed Championship at SummerSlam against Roman Reigns. You were able to talk me into understanding that that was not feasible. But you'll never, and I don't think you are, Conrad, but for argument's sake, you'll never be able to convince me that this man, Jay Uso, at this stage in his career, is not worthy of being the secondary WWE world champion. I think it's a shame. And I think WWE really should be ashamed of itself for the way they handled this situation. The opportunity is there. The idea of him being a Ricky Morton. Um, yeah, the, the chance was there for it, for them to possibly do something with it. I, I just feel like they they know where Jay is supposed to be. And they're in a good spot right now, too, Sean. Here's another thing that hurts. When you're doing so well, they have they, they have a litany of people they could go to for any of this. If Cody don't want to act right, they, could, they got people who, okay, I got someone who will. LA Knight don't want to act right, I got somebody who will. CM Punk wants to start stuff backstage, I got someone who will. No, they're not hurting right now. So everything is their pick, their choice. Um, I don't know why I, we keep I, I, I want to. I want to single out one of my biggest critics, but somebody that I've um, come to have a great respect for and somebody that I like, um, but one of my biggest critics, and that's McKinney. If you could do me a favor, Conrad, and highlight McKinney's most recent, excuse, no, most recent comment a little bit further down. And I'll read it to, to the chat and to, to our listening audience. Uh, McKinney, one of our great listeners, says, that belt, meaning the World Heavyweight Championship on Monday Night Raw, needs elevation. Do you really think that Jay pushes that belt to the next level, especially to get the consolidation or consolation, excuse me, stigma off that belt? And Jay ain't it. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, here's the um, here's the question I have for you, McKinney, and I, I want you to comment on this too, comrade. And if I'm wrong, feel free. McKinney says Jay ain't it. Well, like I said earlier, there are requirements of someone to be considered a world champion. 
in professional wrestling. Let's not be silly about this. Let's acknowledge the elephant in the room. Professional wrestling, gasp, is a predetermined sport. <laughs> we know that, all right? <laughs> we can, we can, in case anybody didn't know, we know who, they know who's going to win before the match starts. <laughs> don't, don't, don't tell your kids. Don't tell right, your kids. exactly. So with that being said, charisma, being over with the fans, being a strong performer, that's what you need to be a world champion in this industry. Jay doesn't have those characteristics. That's my, that's my response to your question, McKinney, or to your statement. I hear you. And you're entitled to feel how you feel, and I'm sure there's others. Quills kind of is on my side, and Leezy's on my side, you know, um, and that's fine. But at the end of the day, if you list McKinney and anybody else, if you list what it means to be a world champion, a viable world champion in this industry, Jay... Uso, and notice I didn't say Jimmy Uso, because Jimmy has lost a lot of his luster because of ridiculous booking. Hello. But Jay has managed to hold on to a massive, a massive boost in popularity. He's tremendous in the ring. Is he prime Shawn Michaels? No. But he is a strong wrestler with a strong character and unbelievable charisma and crowd participation. So my answer to your question or my response to your statement is, if Jay Uso ain't it, how is he not it? And I'll pose that question to you or anybody in the chat, Conrad or anybody else. I think I could do arguments on both sides of this. If I, want. I would love I to. Um, I think that, dude, I don't want to keep harping on this because no, it's we, so. We need to harp on it because this, and, I, and I'm gonna let you. No, run. no, no. I'm talking about my no. point that I'm gonna make is something I hate to keep harping. Oh, okay, on. I got you. All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's the, it's the history, of things that have happened outside. Of oh, the you're country. gonna go with the, you're gonna go the hypocritical. Not you being a hypocrite, but you're gonna go the hypocritical WWE route. Wow. I, I feel like they don't trust him. I feel like that they feel Roman pulled them up. They think they're they're, they're they're you're my tag team, but that's how they view them. I don't think that they view Jay. But here's the things that I'm also seeing. Let me let me flip it on the reverse side though. I put this yeet thing up on purpose because it was off. But then you went out of your way to go get it for Jay Uso. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Why would you go and do that? Mm-hmm. Because he matters. You put together this beautiful video package on Raw. Was it to kill time? Or because there's a story there that you've been trying to tell? Why would you do that? That's that's my points to some of this. Like, I, I understand what they're trying to say. I understand what they're trying to do. Sean, if you ask me today, Conrad, do you believe Jay Uso's ever going to become the world heavyweight champion? My answer is no. 
I think that they have. I'm just, I'm, I mean, do you trust the company to put the belt on? I don't think they're no, going to do I, it. I'm not. I'm not scoffing or laughing at you. Oh, I know, but I know you're like, what? What more does this guy have to do? What more do you want to see from him? And I'm and I'm going to make a comparison that is so outlandish, but I beg of you, Conrad, in advance to give me a break, and I beg the chat to give me a break. Mister Perfect should have beat Hulk Hogan in 1989 for the World Wrestling Federation Championship. You, you mean 91? Was it 91? It wasn't 91. I'm talking about in 1989 when Mr. Perfect broke the belt with the hammer. I thought that was 91 with the genius. No, that Am wasn't wrong? 91. No, Perfect wasn't with the genius in 91. Perfect was with Hina and then, and then the coach. In 88, 89, he was with... Um, Hold on, I'm about to be on my Derek mode. Hold on. You no keep talking. No problem. But Mr. Perfect was on a roll in 1988, 89. And they ran a storyline, a brilliantly done storyline. Now, would a seven-year-old Sean Hubbard or a four-year-old Sean Hubbard would have liked that because I was a Hogan fan? Unfortunately, what happened, Conrad? Talk to me. I, I stand corrected. It happened October 31st, 1989. Fall back. All right. God bless you, brothers. No problem. So at the end of the day, right? He broke the belt with a hammer. He was hotter than fish grease. They didn't even have a match. That's how, you know, WWE been doing this for a long time. You know why they didn't have that match, too. That don't work for me, brother. Yeah, Perfect would have uh, uh, out-wrestled him? He'd have probably got cheered. Oh, there you go. Wow, even, even better. So anyway, just to kind of put a, a bow on this, Jay will probably never be world champion, and 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 it's really it's really a shame. It's just re- I'll just leave it at that. It's just really a shame. I want to go through and just read some of the uh, sure. the comments here that people were putting up. Uh, Quill said, "With Jay Uso losing to Seth Rollins, more than likely Jay will not be booked to be a singles champion anytime soon, which is sad because he's too over not to be a singles champion." Uh, Drew can't let go of the bloodline stuff. I think the problem is that they have too many over people, and they have to decipher. They've promised way too much. This goes back to what Sean was saying. Mm-hmm. La Knight, you cannot keep him on the sidelines and not have him win. Because he's going to fizzle out. Right. So they're making the conscious choice to pick who's going to fizzle out. Think of all the over people we're thinking of. CM Punk's back. He's selling merch. You you really can't mess that up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Win, lose, or draw, whatever. But Punk's got to be featured. Yes. You've got Seth. Seth is the macho man in this era he is the number two he is mad he is cheesed off we'll say and he wants his main event right period he's and he's been around for you he is a workhorse for you jay uso is the one they're sacrificing you can see it they're going to give him his match and they're going to sacrifice him for it I'm just putting it out there. Uh, McKinney disagreed with me about the Ricky Morton. I think Ricky Morton's a great comparison because Robert Gibson's a great wrestler too, but they, the people liked Ricky Morton. And I told Sean when Cody and Jay won the tag titles, that was them doing that NWA booking. That was Death Ride, baby. Mac Dream, Dustin Rose, Magnum TA. We come into your town with these tag team championships. 
Horseman, baby. We coming to fight you, baby. On Tully, bring it. If you got it this night, North Carolina, North Kakalaki, we're going to be there. Then they lose the belts a week later. But they built them up as a tag team. They were together even when they weren't together as an official team because they wanted you to believe in them. Ricky Morton was supposed to challenge Ric Flair for the NWA championship, and I think he was going to win. He was supposed to win when Ronnie Garvin won it. Mm -hmm. I believe it. That's the difference here. Dusty wasn't afraid to go with it. WWE seems to have some resistance now. I, I, I don't know why. I don't know why. You guys, um, I know you think I'm crazy, but it, it really does break my heart, bro. Because now being a grown man and understanding the ins and outs of the business. Sean, he had people in the palm of his hand, though. That's why I said I can make an argument on both sides for this. Last week, the splash... People jumped up like they thought he was gonna. He might do it. He might get it. That is the sign of they believe in and, him and, enough. And let me say this to you, and then we'll move on to the comments, Conrad. I, I want to give you some insight to what was going on in my living room as I'm watching this show with my son sitting directly next to me, who knows exactly how much I love Jay Uso. When Jay Uso, not when he hit. No, no, no. Bring it back to me, bro. Bring it back to me. I want you to see my face, bro. Because this is this is so serious to me. When Jimmy hit the spear, no. When Jimmy hit the f- splash, no. But I want to show you my reaction when Jimmy Uso hit the spear immediately following the splash. You want to see what my reaction was? Nothing. And my question to you, wrestling fans, because that's what we are. When Jay hits back-to-back finishing moves, back-to-back finishing moves, and I feel nothing, something is very wrong, brother. Something is – I knew he wasn't going to win. And that is that is a arena felt it. The people in that arena felt it. You know what I mean? I was sitting at home. I felt the same way you did. I told like I was like, okay, he's not not gonna win. Either either he's gonna kick out, or Drew McIntyre is gonna pull the referee out, or something like that. Yeah, let's move on from this, bro. I I, you know I, I, I I I I can't even. This is why I don't watch the product anymore, Conrad. I, I, I just – it's a slap in the face. It, it's, it's disgusting. Let me, let's run through the rest of these real quick. Quill says about Punk, Punk is back now more than likely to dethrone Rollins, which undermines his previous challengers. I don't think Punk has to win that match against Rollins. And I'm the Punk fan here, you know. Oh, Mr. Bias, oh, all that. Punk doesn't need to beat him. He doesn't have to. Not even at least not on the first try. He doesn't have to. He can show I'm well, I'm willing to play ball. The bigger question is how do they feel about Cody Rhodes, much less a Jimmy Uso or a CM Punk? Cody should supposedly their guy. He they I think they owe Cody that that explanation, but did Vince owe it to him or did Triple H owe it to him? We'll see. Uh, you literally could have had him losing a week or two. Does anybody really care about how long Seth's title reign has been? Hello? Did you ever hear me say, and I'm, I'm agreeing with you, Vinny. Did you ever hear me say 
that I think Seth, that, that, that I think uh, Jay Uso should keep the title till WrestleMania. I didn't. I wouldn't care if he lost it on SmackDown. Give the man his moment. Are you kidding me? Give the man his. Jay Uso, if he cannot be Universal Champion, he should one hundred percent hold the World Heavyweight Championship. It's still real to me, darn it. Jocelyn says, I may not watch WWE, but Jay Stardom is there. I'll say if his hype hasn't gone down, have a thrill with LA with LA Night series, have one or two be a DQ and run it until the rumble. Now who wins? It'll be up to the crowd. Right. Uh Connor says hello. What up, Connor? What's Appreciate your family. What's going on, bro? DJ B Tazzy was good, people. Just coming by and showing love to the podcast. Appreciate you, Tazzy. Make sure you guys check Tazzy out for his NXT watch-alongs. Uh, lurking in the chat while I cook a cheeseburger, chip dip, and chicken for dinner. Cheeseburger and chicken. That's protein heavy, brother. Uh, original Biggie, which leads me to saying Cody's finished the story as world champion. Have Cody lose to Rollins at night one so that Punk facing Reigns. Rollins will screw Punk, and it's off to the races between Punk and Rollins in the bloodline. I know it's the longer with the bloodline, but you have more content. Man, if you do that, though, you're risking people might turn on on that whole storyline. Moolah Gang Network was good, bro. Uh, Battle Rap coming up. Make sure you check out his channel. Show him some love. He's got a Battle Rap dropping soon, so uh, make sure you keep it locked in with them. He said, no, Hogan should have dropped it to Mr. Perfect more like 91. Per- I mean, Perfect was undefeated, though, back in those days when he first came in, right? It wouldn't have worked in 91 because Mr. Perfect had a back injury. Mr. Perfect just barely limped his way to SummerSlam to lose the title to Bret Hart. So it wouldn't have worked and, in 91. And, and not with the coach either. It wouldn't have worked. I don't even right. remember who played that role, but that that was a terrible it downgrade was, from Heenan and the I think Brain decided he wanted to be a commentator full time, so they just threw the coach in. I didn't, it was weird. Yeah, but then he came back for flip. Yeah, it was, it's weird. One day we'll have to find out what happened with that because I'm curious to know. Uh, he has what you need, but I'm not sold on everything that he does. But until he finally breaks from Jimmy, he's just a tag guy on a solo run. If they need him, Ooh. he's a player. But over Punk and Knight, nope. Oof. No, well, well, I hear what he's saying, well, 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 though. Well, he said he was over. I never said that. No, no, no. I, but he's, he's saying that he feels like he's linked to Jimmy too much still. I mean, maybe once they – Sean, if, if they do this match with them, do you have them just stay separated for a while then? Like, just let Jay do his thing? Like, um, what's the – you know, Are you saying Jimmy versus Jay at WrestleMania? Yeah, like, then do you just say, like, okay, that's it with you two, and then you go do your own things? I think they're going to hug and make up, honestly. Uh, sooner than later. Eventually yeah. they'll have to. Uh, plus, if Cody is the World Heavyweight Championship, who can he face? Jay Uso. Uh, let's see here. I think Drew McIntyre's story is fire. I mean, yeah, Drew, Drew's been doing fine. He's just the, the angry person. And I actually, I sympathize with Drew in the storyline. He was mad that he got screwed over, and he don't trust if this, him. If this was real life, Drew McIntyre would be 100% right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm like, yeah, no, I sympathize with him. Yeah. Uh, we've all had faves that didn't get a title run, but they got super runs out of wins and opportunities. So we just got to hope and dream. Can't we? That's true. That's true. Uh, Cody Rhodes, Jay Uso, Cody Rhodes, LA Knight, Cody Rhodes, Chad Gable, 
Uh, CM Punk versus Roman Reigns is the money match. I think we're not going to see that until 41. SummerSlam. No, I think it's a SummerSlam match. Okay. I can see that. If Roman's still uh, in the company. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, You might be asking that about Seth, too. Yeah. I heard June 2024 today. Yep. Him and Becky's contracts. Uh, to settle the World Heavyweight Championship mess, we're going to have a six-man tag match. Judy Bagwell on a pole against The Undertaker and Teddy Long with Russo writing. (laughs) Um, Let me see here. I understand the World Heavyweight Championship is a secondary title, but it's all about being prestigious. That belt will never be number one until Roman drops his belt. You you will never have another comparison until you change up how it is. And one of those belts will always be less than compared to the other. Agreed. don't care what anybody says. It'll always feel that way. That's booking one-on-one. Uh, they had, they ran out of time. If you really look at it, because Jay kicked him in the face on his knees. That Sean has already explained though. This whole setup with Jimmy and Jay, it, it stopped making sense. It went. It we were here, and that's when this whole bloodline storyline went there. It yeah. went way on the other side, and you missed the boat. Um, I don't know why they did that. I don't know why they did that. Uh, I think that was for you, Sean. He said you write about that with uh, perfect. Thank you, sir. Uh, nah, Jay's his own guy. Ant says. I think so too. I mean, I don't, I don't see the the camaraderie between him and Jimmy. The whole, that that tag team has been disintegrated until what happens. Conrad accurately predicts that they're going to get back together, which they will. Right, they're going to have Roman uh, and Punk for the title, which leads to believe he'll leave WrestleMania forty still as champ. Ooh. I don't. I don't know if they, everyone's talking Roman Punk. I don't think they're going to do that to Cody. I just don't believe it in my heart, and I don't think they trust to Punk enough. To heck with it. We talk about, but what you said, you don't trust Jey Uso. You trust CM Punk right now in that spot. You're um, not going over. I'm out. You need to work with me, Roman. Like they, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, they'd be boxing themselves to a corner for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be careful. I don't think Punk would do that. I think he's in a different uh, mind state. This is it, bro. No. This is it. Well, well, I think back then he was he was hurt, Sean. How many times are you going to call on that brother and he's hurt, bro? They're like, I, yeah, we need you to I put agree. over insert legend whomever you want or insert Ryback or Curtis Axel. And he was like, yo, stop calling me. I'm hurt. Let me go out and rest. Nope. Get back here, pal. I need you. Gomez needs you. Like, it's ridiculous. Uh, I think a weak run lowers the value of the title. I hate the transitional champ-ish because the last champ looks like a chump for dropping the belt. I do you know feel what, McKinney you know, on this. this. Look, McKinney, you're, we have graduated from where we were to where we are. I think you're great, brother, but this is getting out of control. You just don't want to see Jay Uso as world champion. I don't know what's going on. No, no, no. But his comment, though, I'm going to stick up for McKinney here. His comment was about weak champions, and well, I don't like weak champions either. And I'm talking about transitional doesn't need to doesn't necessarily have to mean weak. Edge's, talk- Edge's cha- first championship reign was transitional. It wasn't weak. It served a purpose. But I can smell when you don't care. Okay, is what I get what he's saying. Uh, I'm trying to think of other examples. Chris Jericho WrestleMania 18 run. That world title run was doo doo butter. You know how I knew, Sean? Triple H is in the main event when he was the world champ. Rock's in the main event. Austin's in the main event. Why is Chris Jericho coming out at nine o'clock? 
to do whatever his segment is as the world champion, that put less value on it. You can smell when they – I'm like, they don't believe in you, dog. And then they were like, no, you got the main event. Don't worry about it. And they put them out there, and I was like, that was a mistake, I thought. Um, Cody Rhodes, Drew McIntyre. Ooh, that's going to be rough. I appreciate you for agreeing. Drew McIntyre versus Jay Uso, last man standing match at the Rumble. And what are they doing with Gunther? Um, I, I think Gunther's going to – they got to pick who they want to have dethrone Gunther. And even then, I heard of a clever thing the other day, Sean. Gunther doesn't have to lose that IC title by pinfall okay. or submission. Put him in a ladder match. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Have, him, have someone beat him in a ladder. Let's say it's Gunther and Jey Uso. And you wanted to do it, have Jay win in a ladder match. It protects Gunther. I've never been pinned still, never submitted. And he can go up in there and he can take the belt from Rollins, Punk, whoever you want him to beat still. But the thing is, I, I like what you're saying, but the thing is, I, just, I don't even think they do that with Jay Uso. There's, there's a stigma. There's something There's something in the mix here that I just can't put my finger on. Like, they, I don't think Jay Uso is going to win a damn thing. And that, and that, that, that's terrible. To even say they, that. They, but that, they have to sacrifice someone, Sean. And I told you how they view him, the bread and butter, is the tag team. It's the twin brother tag team. And even though they, they're taking you on this journey, this is what we've talked about. This is why Sean's frustrated with WWE. The journey sometimes can lead to nothing. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's see here. I mean, eventually they'll reunite because there's nothing else really for Jimmy. Yeah. That's, a good, kinda, that's a good and That's a good assessment. Because Jimmy is just, oh my goodness! I can see him in solo getting like a tag run, maybe they wanted to do that, yeah. but but like you, I know we're kind of talking about. You just made the point very accurately. the The way the direction they did with the Usos has left Jimmy like in this weird like, what is he even doing right now? He's a goofball. Yeah, he, he is the loud mouth in the mafia that nobody likes in there. Like, what is going I'm sorry, on? the mafia. Like, the mafia doesn't exist. I apologize. Right, right, exactly, right. <laughs> No, it's uh, great. like Jimmy's like this like corny like loser now. Like what? Like this is one of one half of the coolest tag teams in the business. Like what the heck is going on here? Yo, shout out to my guys at the Pro Wrestler Shoot. They came in. He's in here defending Cody. He's ready for it. Cody's finishing the story. Get over it. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna tell you something, bro. Cody's gonna be the main event at WrestleMania 40 with Roman Reigns. I'm not. I wasn't convinced at 39. I was the only one. Even Conrad thought I was crazy. I was like, Cody's not going to win. Yo, I still think they were crazy for not doing it then. Oh, Look at what we've been through this whole year. Yeah, that was ridiculous for this. That's true. I'm just saying, if you hear end still at the end of WrestleMania night two, don't be surprised. I'm going to blame you now if that happens. Um, they're going Punk 40 at WrestleMania 40, Moolah says. Uh, and Rollins could screw him in that match. Cody's time might not be now. Ooh, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Remember the I owe you one in the CM Punk saga? Oh yeah, the one he never got. Yeah, he got tired of them lies, but that's oh, not mentioned. Real quick, let me interject this because I'm love, I'm loving the point you just made, Conrad, and an original Biggie. WWE owes a lot of people. Look, look at what's going on right now. They owe Cody, they owe Seth, and they owe CM Punk. There's only there's only that's three guys. They only got two spots and one winner. Now there's two titles, so I guess that means four spots. But you know something, Conrad? And I think I know I'm preaching to the choir here. When CM Punk says he wants the main event WrestleMania, he's not talking about night one. 
Mm-mm. He's Sunday night. It, the time has come. The time has come, Paul. So, I'm so it all come out. So, so, exactly, bro. So if he's not talking about night one, there's only two spots in the middle, unless they make it a triple threat. They could. And, and, then, and then you know what that means? And you know what that means, Conrad? Again, I know I'm preaching to the choir here, my brother. Who's the odd man out? Again. Seth freaking Rollins. Right? Seth, Seth Rollins, the guy who has been here. Yo, it makes me so... I don't know if I'm more mad about Seth or Jay. The Jay thing is annoying for many reasons. But, like, the Seth thing... They, how many more times are, they, are Seth going to let these people slap him in the face? Because I'm going to make a bold prediction right now, Conrad. I'm going to call you by both things. I'm going to make a bold prediction right now, Conrad Cushman. <laughs> like Gorilla Monsoon. <laughs> Seth Rollins ain't main event in night two of WrestleMania. That's for damn sure. No, that's not happening. So I don't think Punk is either. Yeah, but but I'm CM Punk is not talking about night one when he says he wants to main event WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, and he's still got the time to get there. Like I said, he's just gonna have to keep that popularity up. But we'll see, we'll see. It's up to what they want to do. Different people are in charge. So you want your boy main event Jey Uso to hold the world title for a month, your favorite wrestler a month, and then Gunther, whoever smashed that man. In the powder, you want that? No, I, I was just—I was just making a point that someone could beat Gunther and McKinney, Cody. You're better than that, McKinney. You look—you're you're a historian. Randy Orton didn't get smashed by Triple H. Randy Orton won the title in August and lost it in September. It was what it was. He didn't get smashed by Triple H. Triple H actually cheated to beat him. Well, wrestling shoes. Nobody wants another year of Reigns. Let's be real. Oh, that's a that's um, a fact, but, but that's a fact. But I wouldn't count on it. Listen, Romans. Yes, Doug. Yes, Doug. And I don't. And and Doug, I'm gonna ask you a follow up question to this comment, which I appreciate. Am I really outside the box that much for wanting that? That's all I'm saying. If I'm if I'm crazy, look, I was nuts, Conrad. I'm looking you right into the face, my brother. I was insane to think that Jay Uso should beat Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. I don't know what I was thinking. I admit I was off the rails, brother. But am I really that bananas to think, and this is for you too, Dougie, to think that Jay Uso cannot be world champion? That I don't that we as his fan it wasn't just me. The fans were going nuts for Jay Uso. They wanted him to win. They wanted him to win. Like I said, the the sacrifice is there. God, it's Jay understand. Sir Quill says they owe Kofi Kingston and Bobby Lashley. I don't think Bobby getting his WrestleMania match they owed him from last year. That's what I started on the Kofi thing. Oh my God. Yeah, y'all owe me a show. I'm getting bored with all this sports entertainment talk. Oh, Jocelyn. (laughs) (laughs) We got we got to talk the E. As uh, people call it, night two will always be the undisputed main event of WrestleMania. Uh, Josh says, just wanted to show y'all some love. Keep killing the fan. Appreciate you. Make sure you guys check out everything college basketball with Josh. Uh, See, you have people in the chat saying CM Punk Roman. When it ties, uh, when Seth turned on the shield, I think it comes back full circle. Mm. Mm. Interesting. 
Night two is Roman's main event. They know night two is the real main event. Yep. That's not a bold prediction, Hub. That's facts. I hear you, boss. I hear you. I'm not saying you're wrong. It's not asking for too much, Sean. Dave, In fact, Dave. Quills. Thank you. Listen, I don't oh, think they, they appreciate them enough. But we, we have to transition into. Yes, let's transition, brother. We have to transition into the next oh, part here. Boy. That's not really a transition. That's a shift, baby. CM Punk cut <laughs> a promo on SmackDown tribute to the troops. It felt more Punk esque than uh, his other promos. I saw some people making comments like, "Oh, that really didn't land." By the way, I have never met more people who hate WWE that clearly are watching WWE, going retweeting during the show stuff that was said. I'm like, bro, if you hate this, why are you watching this? Oh, uh, of course he would take a shot during a time like this. And fooey. I don't want to hear it. All right. They were in Rhode Island. It didn't get the reaction that they thought it would. They were in Rhode Island, number one. Number two, the reaction was louder than what they played on the stream or, right. or on the show. Right. Why it came through like that, I don't know. Talk to Kevin Dunn. All right. Not my favorite person for producing a show. But. What did you think of the promo, Sean? I think it was a promo. I think he did a good job. I think the one on Monday Night Raw maybe want to throw up in my mouth. I think and, did, did <laughs> I think the one on Monday was directionless. Like I think they didn't tell him. He's like, "What am I doing? We don't know yet. Just go out there and cut a promo." Yeah, no, the one on Monday okay. made me want to put my finger down my throat and throw up. That's what that was. I'm so and, happy to be home. Shut up. But on SmackDown, he came correct on SmackDown. You got to be a baby face when you first. You know what I mean? It's a baby face thing. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna move past that. He may be sick night one, but he went on SmackDown a week and a half later. He came correct. CM Punk that that promo on SmackDown was fire. Mister Clever, too, with the little Kevin Owens punching two people backstage. I don't know if I could work with someone punching people in the face backstage. I was like, that was that was the line. That was pretty good. And I like that he did the whole, who do you want to see me wrestle against? Even Jay Uso's name was in the mix. Yes. Just saying. Don't, don't get me started. Another example of how Jay Uso is over, but I don't, because it came out of CM Punk's mouth. One thing I'll admit, if it comes out of CM Punk's mouth, pause, that means it's legit. Play. So... <laughs> Going back to this, I thought that the promo was pretty good. Um, I had no issues with it. I, I like that Punk is going backstage, and he's still met with kind of skeptical looks. Mm-hmm. Orton kind of looked at him weird. L.A. Knight was like, yeah, okay. Um, he was backstage, and <laughs> I think he's learned his lesson about people going into locker rooms uninvited. Mm-hmm. So he he stood back there and looked a at lot, it. a lot of he, subliminals on Friday. Even the he was my wise man first mm-hmm. about Paul Heyman, which I liked a lot. That's something you could play into. You could even have Roman transition into a babyface. I know a lot of people don't like Roman Reigns. I always liked Roman Reigns, even as the big dog and all that stuff. Roman has it, and people just don't want to admit to it, I think, because he's the corporate guy. As one of of the people who did not like Roman Reigns, I'll tell you why. And I'm going to tell you why you're right on the money about 
how he is now. See, Roman Reigns, if this goes the way I hope it goes, Roman Reigns will be set up to be a cool heel. Excuse me, excuse me, a cool baby face. If he turns in this current state and just tweaks it a smidge and starts embracing the fans, the acknowledge me part and not insulting the fans afterwards, it would be amazing. The big dog thing was just corny, bro. You can't have little dogs barking and then having dog food smeared on him. That's lame. <laughs> That's lame, bro. Oh, are you are you saying that WWE booked them improperly? What a shock. Suffering suck attach, bro. I'll never forgive them for that, that promo. Terrible. That was terrible. Horrible. Oh Horrible. Um, and, yeah, I just think that Roman Reigns doesn't get the credit he deserves when it comes to how much better this character is, the work that he's put in. Now, is the title reign a little long in the tooth? I can get with that if somebody said that. Like, yeah, it's been going on for far too long. But this is them cementing their promise to him that he's the guy. That's the one thing that they will let you know is that this is our guy. I don't care how you feel. I don't care who you cry for. This is our guy. And WWE always has let you know whether it's, I mean, Brett might be the exception to it, but whether it's Sean, uh, Cena, Hogan, whomever it is, they let you know that that's our guy. I'm going to the chat real quick. Quill says Punk's promo was much better on SmackDown than Raw. It was more real and authentic to Punk's true self. You got to let Punk be Punk. That Raw promo felt WWE light. Like, I was like, who wrote this for him? Like, it just didn't come off good. Punk's line about Rollins not being the man in his own household was savage to me. No cap. Yeah. Uh, this promo is far better than Monday's, and now after this with AEW shot went over people's heads or it didn't come off well on TV, but no more AEW talker references. Let's move on to WWE business. But his reference was technically focused on Kevin Owens. It's only if you link the two things that you saw it because Punk signed the NDA, so right. he can't talk right. about none of it. I also noticed that in A Steel's interview today, he didn't mention any of it. You know who the one person is, though? He said that who could possibly talk about it one day, maybe? His wife. Because mm-hmm. she was in the room for the entire thing. He said, maybe one day she'll tell the whole story. And I was like, whoa, whoa. So that oh, my God. Yep. Brock Lesnar's the OG Heyman guy. Punk was false. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can say that. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll let that rock. That's true. I love Roman Reigns, Vinny said. Jason said, I missed the show. You have not missed the show yet. We are still talking. Roman Reign has been uh, a part of of three parts. Shield, Big Dog, Tribal Chief. He's always been better in the ring than people give him credit for. I agree with that. I really do. I think the Shield was set up for him to learn how to wrestle like Rollins and learn how to cut promos like Ambrose. Yep. Watch how those two do You hit the nail. They use them. Yep. I'm sorry to be like the realist about how things are. They're using you too. You're going to get some world title wins to be in the mix and all that. We appreciate you. But this is who we want. And you're going to help them. Even if we have to trick you to do it. And that's what happens. Um, and you know what? I hear a lot of talk. CM Punk was never for anybody else but himself. Blah, blah, blah. What do you know? CM Punk's at NXT pay-per-views. He shows up. 
He's taking pictures with people backstage. He's talking to them. He's letting them know how proud he is of some of them, people who were his fans. He came out wearing a Bret Hart hoodie and talking to Shawn Michaels. That was awkward, but great. Um, he's doing what he's got to do. And apparently that helped people tune in for a minute when Punk showed up. So it's a dub. It's a W. I mean, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think CM Punk being back is best for business. I think I just hope the brother – I thought I hope it works out. <laughs> I really hope it works out. Yeah. We got to see how it is in the long term cuz like I said, some of the stuff's going to flip the other way too where I'm not on this show, I'm not on that show. We'll see. Like I said, Triple H is doing everything right now to everybody. Give it some time. <laughs> uh give, give let me some see. Time. I'll say it for you. Give me some time to screw it up. I don't see. I'm trying to see if I can see what McKinney put. Ding ding. Uh Oh, gets the the box. I don't know what that's supposed to be. If you put a, a thing in there, it's not showing up, McKinney. Oh, it's Maybe it's me. You're talking about Hollywood Squares. Oh, got it, got it. Oh, you guys are still here. Hey, guys, what are we discussing? We're just talking about punk right now. E, he's back in. What a bully! What a bully this guy is. Uh, AEW and Tony Khan looking real foolish. I hear you. I hear you, and that's that's subject for for talk three. If you guys are happy for SmackDown this week, the Bloodline is back. I just wanted to remind everybody that uh, the wise man, Solo Sokoa, your tribal chief, and Jimmy Uso will all be back, and uh, we'll see if things get elevated onto uh, SmackDown. Roman Reigns returns. Oh, my God. Yeah. For the thousandth time. And he's going to be gone again until January. Isn't that crazy? It Who's really the match for him? He's got to do Orton and AJ, right, before we get to Mania, I feel like. I mean, at least Orton. I would like to see AJ, but I think Orton's a lot. How have we not done AJ and Roman? Like, that's crazy to me. He's, he's beating this whole roster. That's the sad part. Randy Orton... Versus Roman Reigns, but more so AJ versus Roman Reigns. That sounds like a good idea. You know what that means. Maybe, maybe they'll do a triple threat. Who knows? Um, let's go to Jason's comment here. Jason's, can we please not make CM Punk in 2024 be all about proving himself that is a decent person and good to work with? Give him a storyline so we can stop talking about his drama. The only people who keep talking about it are the people online, brother. That's all I can say. Those people are the ones who keep bringing it up. I think Uncle Dave just had a tweet about it this morning or a a message or something he put out. I am. SmackDown always feels off without Roman. AJ Styles is wasted. I told y'all that with the Omas stuff. That was ridiculous in my opinion, Sean. I'm sorry. Speaking, where is Omas? Have we seen him? Nope. Not since WrestleMania. That's crazy. Crazy. Roman Reigns, Orton Rumble, Roman, AJ Chamber. Uh, Roman's getting his swag from Seth and uh, Mox. It was supposed to be the circle <laughs> gets the square, but did Mox get anything from Seth and Roman? Um, No, I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. What are your thoughts on the shield and how they wound up all of them? 
Um, I don't think Seth and Roman benefit Seth and um Mox benefited from Roman. Um, I think it was all Roman to all Roman's benefit. I think I think Mox and Seth got over because they're just so good that they had to get over. But Roman Reigns was the cho- chosen one, and that's why things have worked out the way they worked out. Copy that. I am uh uh <laughs> uh oh. Pro Wrestling Shoot said he sent the invite. He he's trying to get on. Let me see what we can. Whatever you want to do. He's a pro. I mean, here we got to We'll have to flip this to a a different background though, so that it. This is your story. We've never done this before, so. We're live, pal. Um, here, let me go. We're gonna go to. Where are we? We'll go to our original stuff here. I am going to send you the link just because I know you are trusted. And I will give you a link here momentarily. Nobody message me on the book because we don't want that going off. And, yeah, we can let you get in on this, too. We're going to actually talk AEW here in a second because Sean has some uh, good points to make here. Here. He's got the link. It's up to you if you show up now, brother. It's up to you. All right? Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I, I always found the S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff very uh, interesting, to say the least, when it came down to it. I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. In the end, I think Roman got everything that people wanted to see out of him. Um, Rollins is in the position he's in, and yeah. That's just how I feel. Let's call Spade a Spade. Roman Roman Reigns is a good-looking guy. He's talented. He's athletic. He's charismatic. Now he was terribly uncharismatic before. He's earned his spot. Don't get me wrong. Nobody's nobody's handed Roman Reigns anything. Like they they handed the keys to the to the car, but he drove it. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah. He always anybody who got me anybody could get nobody could have told me that I would ever like Roman Reigns five years ago. Like Roman Reigns was the most Roman Reigns was more annoying to me than Cena was. See, I never felt that way about Roman. At least Roman brought up people. Like he had good matches with people. He always was like a soldier. I feel like with Cena, Cena ended the Nexus, bro. You had something good there, and they were like, "Yeah, nah, we're not gonna do that right now," and they just blew it. Like, why? Why do something like that to yourselves? You know, uh, Quills is calling Roman the new Brock Lesnar. I do feel like he has that stigma to him now. Uh, people are not fans Definitely of the part timers. Definitely schedule wise. Uh, Jason says a real life anti AEW guy who owns his own indie company goes to my gym. He took a shot at me for being a fan of AEW. No hard feelings. I support the guy's indie company and its whole 300 subscribers. <laughs> Woo. Uh, let's see here. Omas on house show duty, McKinney says. Jocelyn says, oh, shoot, it's getting good now. Roman lacks mic ability. Oh, I don't agree with that. Don't forget the whole missionary position promo. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was, that, no, that was gangster. I didn't think he had that in him. That was gangster. He, Roman is, Roman is something else, bro. Roman is something else. Um, do we? Let me see here. Hold on. People. Joel says, "Will the Rumble come down to Punk and Cody?" I mean, I don't know if Sean's ready to do his uh, 
his masterful booking yet. I don't know if we're ready. We're not even in the January yet, but. I mean, I can tell you who the final four is going to be right now. Let's hear it. Let's hear your final. Sean's final four for the Rumble. The final four is going to be Cody, CM Punk, Jay Uso, and LA Knight. Really? That's that's going to be major reaction time. Let's see here. Cena also ended Bobby Lashley back in 2007, but we're not going to talk about that. Nah, John John Cena didn't have nothing to do with that as much. Uh, I think Lashley was just a young dude, and they weren't ready to give him everything yet. <laughs> All aboard! <laughs> Jay Uso over Roman. Hey. Hey. Hey, you can feel that way. I'm just letting you know. The people who signed them checks, they I don't know if they're gonna be feeling the same way. They call um, him main event Jay Uso. It's so freaking hypocritical, bro. Bro, and he's on the opening match all the time. Put that brother in there. It's just me. Uso. Oh. Okay. Um Pro Wrestling Shoot, I'm gonna bring you in here. I'm gonna let you plug I'm gonna even let you plug your show for tomorrow. All right? My hair, my hair looks good. Oh, I'm I'm gonna need you to come in here and act right now. What's good? What's good, Jesse? Welcome. This is Jesse from the Pro Wrestling Shoot. What's going on, Hub? What's going welcome, on, welcome, Conrad? Welcome. How's everybody doing tonight? All is well. I've been dying to get on this show, the Clash of the Podcast, for some time. The problem is, I work, I work. a lot of hours. <laughs> Today, I got to get off a little early, so I'm all ready, man. Hey. Hey, so we were just talking about the Jey Uso Punk. I, we're we're going to transition into AEW here in a minute, but thoughts on the Jey Uso world title stuff? I don't know if you came in for that or if you wanted to talk so yeah, Punk. Yeah, but. that's. I actually wanted to talk to Hub about that too because okay. I know that you're a big fan of Jey Uso. He's he's look, I'm a fan of Jey Uso. I right. love Jey Uso, but wanting him as a world champion, I mean. WWE is already like kind of breaking this corny streak, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're finally getting away from all this corny stuff. I feel like if we have another transitional champion, it's just going to put us right back to where we were with people like Kofi Kingston or anything else like that, where it's just going to be, you know, Jey Uso's a champion for a month and then we're kind of turning it over to somebody else, right? Do you see Jey Uso being that main star for WWE for quite some time? That's what I want to ask you. No, but neither is Seth Rollins, and that's not no slight against Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins will never be the star of WWE. When okay, do you, do you see that Jey Uso being in the Seth Rollins spot? Jey Uso could have legitimately beat Seth Rollins on Monday, and the crowd, the live crowd, was totally into it. What do you think that Jey Uso is like a bigger star than Seth? No, I never said that, dude. I, what I said was, what I said was, there's certain situations that call for certain moments to take place at the end of the day i'm just going to go with it because you mentioned kofi kingston right. kofi kingston wasn't a transitional champion six months is a long time you can't say transitional if you hold it no, up I, I got you on that i got you on um, that. but but the but, but the goal was always to get the title off no i got you hear what i'm saying so at the end of the day when you talk about jay uso i talked about it earlier i don't know if you were online at that point but what i was talking about was a checklist of what i believe a world champion should have in place in order to be considered a world champion Charisma, athletic ability, being over with the fans, etc. Jay Uso has all that. Um, 
if Jinder Mahal can be world champion, Jey Uso can be world champion. Yeah, but look, that's that's like two wrongs don't make a right, though. But that, but, but, okay, but but again, what I'm what I'm saying uh, clearly, you're not on 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 this bandwagon, and that's fine. That's what this is all about. No, 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 because no, no, I am. Listen, I'm I'm gonna hit you with this. Your mic up, Jesse. Is my mic low? You're a little low. How's that? Better. Okay. No, no, no. I think that Jey Uso should have won the title back in um, 2020 when he faced Roman Reigns. 2021-ish, right? Before the fans came back. When he faced Roman Reigns, I think that that should have been it. If they were going to pull the trigger on him at any time, that could have been it right there. Okay. Before the whole bloodline thing took off. But now that we see the bloodline and what they've become, we understand more of why they didn't do that, right? Right. So I, I, I agree with you on Jey Uso could have been world champion. I just think that if they take it off of Seth Rollins now, before Mania, then it discredits everything that Seth Rollins has done up to this point. I disagree. With, I hear you. I disagree with you. I, I think that I think you don't want to put yourself or pigeonhole yourself into another, not that this, rest, this year's WrestleMania would be anything close to Roman Reigns' run, but okay, so we got to have him hold the title all the way to WrestleMania. It would be like eight, nine months. I get it. Because you're trying to add legitimacy to the world championship. Like Conrad said earlier, dude, that title is never going to be seen as anything close to legitimate until Roman Reigns loses his. So at the end of the day, when you're in a situation where where you can look at that title as something. Because here's the thing. And it bothers me to say this, but this is the facts. Jay Uso is not Seth Rollins. Jay Uso is not Roman Reigns. But... Jay Uso is a top five to seven guy in the company. I agree. And I to agree me, if you're a top five to seven guy in the company, you should be in the world championship picture. To I mean, me, this is perfect. Would you would you put him before an LA Knight? Yes. In in twenty right now, right now, so. and I love LA Knight. Right now, at this very moment, yes. Okay. I think it's laughable that L.A. Knight got a title shot as quickly as he did. I love L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight should be going for the United States Championship right now, which he probably is going to. At the end of the day, I understand the momentum, but see, you're just putting people... Jay Uso's the only guy in the past year and a half... I'm not going to say the whole three years, because Edge was legitimate, Daniel Bryan was legitimate. In the last year or so, Jay Uso's the only guy where people were kind of like... Jay might, of course, with the exception of Cody. Cody, obviously, at 39. Sammy, right? Sammy too. Right. But yeah. so I don't think anybody really thought Sammy would win it either. Sammy, it was it was ballpark, but there's nobody I thought I that didn't. had the momentum. Go ahead. No, I, I didn't think that Sammy was going to win. I'm, oh, you I'm with did? you on that. Okay. No. okay. So at the end of the day, so at the end of the day, when you're talking about SummerSlam, okay, which I admitted earlier that Conrad had to kind of talk me down and say, Sean, you're bugging right now. Jay's not going to beat Roman. But Jay was the only guy other than Cody Rhodes at Mania where people were kind of like, maybe. So that should mean something. So then when you fast forward now when you have what I hate to admit to be a secondary world title in the company, and you do this video montage about Jay's ascension to greatness and his quest for the title, and then you have him hit three finishers. It's not just the <laughs> this is what I'm trying to say to you, dude. It's not just about the fact that he hasn't won the world title. It's about how they've had how they haven't had him win the world title. They have him hit three finishers, including two back to back on Seth, and Seth kicks out. 
and then Seth hits him with one curb stomp, and the match is over. It's like, are you saying that Jay Uso is legitimate, or are you saying Jay Uso's not legitimate? There comes a point where it's like, take draw a line in the sand. It's getting ridiculous. The, the, the line drawn is he's getting sacrificed. Like I said, out of all the over people, they're going to be like, he's the one where, okay, we can get him back over in a tag team later. And, with and, just, and, I, and I'll leave it with this because I want to hear your, talk, your, your, your feelings on this as well. There comes a time where it becomes a slippery slope. It's like, okay, what exactly? Listen, I'm doing everything, you know, Vince McMahon, uh, you know, back in 1989 to be the man around here, uh, Kurt Henning. I'm, I'm being the, I'm done I've done everything I could possibly do. The fans are even kind of borderline cheering me when I'm in the ring with Hogan, Vince, Kurt Henning, 1989. But and you're gonna let me break the title. This is what all this stuff symbolizes to me, big dog. You're gonna let me break the title with a hammer, and humiliate them on national television. Then we don't even have a match. You're gonna have this big video montage about Jay Uso being this main event caliber guy who's risen from the dirt of the bloodline to ascend to his main event shot at rest at uh at monday night raw for the world championship just to have him lose he's owing four in world title matches it's starting to become a trend it's almost becoming comical at this point it's like this dude is over the criteria to be a champion in a business where there's not legitimate uh it's not football, basketball, baseball. I would never call it fake. That's disrespectful. Predetermined. Because it's predetermined, there's criteria to be a champion, right? And the criteria is what I mapped out earlier. Charisma, athleticism, wrestling ability, over with the fans. Check, 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 check. What's the problem? That's what I'm trying to get people like you, respectfully, people like McKinney, people like, if he doesn't check the boxes, I can understand. The brother checks the boxes. What's what's great about 2023 is a lot of people are checking these boxes now. Right now, WWE has more baby faces than they've ever had. Facts. Years. Facts. Years. So the Since fact the attitude era, I would say. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long, long time. I couldn't even I, I don't even remember the attitude era having that many over baby faces. That are well hold on. We can we can sit we can sit up here and count them. You have Austin, Rock, Triple H, or we're just talking baby faces, right? Let me yeah, take Triple H. He was kind of over. The I Rock guess, wasn't was even a babyface back then. Well, oh one, oh one, he was over. Yeah, I'm talking like, I'm talking all at the same time though. Look, you got L.A. Knight, but you look, you had Taker, got... Kane, Mankind. You had a Kane? lot of people Kane in those mix. Who? Kane wasn't babyface. Not in the Attitude Era. Kane with the Undertaker. Yeah, he was. No, 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 no. When he first came in, he was a babyface. He he straight up. <laughs> he straight up robbed Taker from his title shot. But he also helped out people, though. He joined DX with X-Pac. He was over. He was getting yeah, main I event. I guess that was later in the Attitude Era. I, I, guess I'm I, would, say, I would say the Attitude Era baby faces were Rock, Austin, DX, before Triple H turned heel, um, and then Mankind. That's what I would say. Okay. Anyway, so back to my was, point. There was a handful of guys. It's there, more now than ever. I hear you. Yeah, more now than ever and they all check the box okay i've i've been on this kick for the last two years just because they're over doesn't mean that they need to be the world champion right now because for me i don't know i don't know just hear me out just hear me out 
for me, when you do this, you become an Adam Hangman page. You become these people that it's so much fun to watch them chase the title. But once they get it, how much fun is it really having them as champion? You get what I'm saying? Can Jey Uso be that champion that's just entertaining week in and week out? That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that he's less than anybody else. I'm just asking that. I'm just posing that question. The reason WWE is doing this is because Seth Rollins is going to WrestleMania, whether anybody likes it or not. Seth Rollins will walk into WrestleMania as the champion. Whether it be against Jey Uso or CM Punk, you know, I I really don't care. Either one, I would be happy with either one. And and I can see Seth Rollins taking the L at WrestleMania if it's Jey Uso again. I I could see them putting the title on Jey Uso. I'm just saying, what's the hurry? And I think that's their outlook on it, too, is like, why? Why hurry? We can sell this story for another four months. I mean. But but see, there's never going to be a time, in my opinion, where they can ever duplicate the momentum that Jay has had in 2023. I want to argue on both of your sides so bad right now because I can make points to counterpoint each one, but I can also help because Sean's point is true, too. WWE plays this game of let's not strike while the iron's hot. And then this is when you fast forward in history, Jesse, when someone one day will be like, man, if only they would have did this back then. Who could they have put the title on when Roman was champ at that time? Sean's going to sit up here and be like, you should have struck with Jay Uso when you had a couple weeks to do it. I don't want to hear about it now because it's too late and I don't want to hear your tears. There, there's about Just, four guys you could have struck with. Jay Uso, Sami Zayn, LA Knight, Cody freaking Rhodes at WrestleMania 39. Like, hello, man. You're talking to a Cody fan right here. If Roman Reigns beats Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania 40, I'm out, bro. Like, I'm, I'm out. There's no reason... To watch this crap anymore because at at this point you're just pissing me off right like you're just you're just making me oh, mad welcome to my world <laughs> and you know i can't stand another year of reigns as as much as i loved him as the bloodline i think that you know kudos to him he's finally won me over in this heel role that he's had after many years of being shoved down my throat that's mm-hmm. great you know what i mean like I'm, I'm glad that he's finally found something but another year as champion just to beat a couple of records, I'm out, dude. Give the title to Cody. If you ain't going to give it to Cody, give it to L.A. Knight or Jey Uso at this point. Just get it off of Roman. What happens if Roman Reigns, you know, God forbid, what happens if something health-wise goes wrong with Roman Reigns? God forbid, but that's a legitimate thought. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, now we have just wasted all this time building up to a great moment that is never going to happen. Kind of like CM Punk MJF Part 3. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. I just think we have to. We, we're gonna have to continue wait and see. I don't know if I have the patience for it, honestly. Um, I boycotted WWE television up until last week. I didn't watch a um, two weeks ago when Punk came back. I hadn't watched live weekly WWE television, uh, with the exception of Bray Wyatt trip, Wyatt, Wyatt tribute since July, because I just I did it. I watched, you know, I did my homework out of respect for our show, but. Um, I'm just sick and tired of WWE playing these games. So at the end of the day, I look at, you know, people like Jay Uso is another example. I'm not, one thing I, I will say, I'm a student of the game, though. I'm a student of the game. There's no way that CM Punk walks in the door and he takes a backseat to Jay Uso. That'd be foolish to say something like that. But at the end of the day, when you look at somebody who's been with the company for almost a decade and a half, who's had some outside the ring issues, I refuse to roll with that because at the end of the day, Jeff Hardy is the only example I can think of right now, but I'm sure there's more. 
So at the end of the day, the brother's doing his best. He's over. I'm not going to go down that whole gamut again, but I will say this to kind of just put a bow on it. There's so many people who could have had their moment in the sun, and unfortunately, they've been robbed of it. And now we look back in time and we say, okay, what might have been? And I think that's what, as I adjust my sound, don't worry about it, guys. Um, we, as we look back in time, we're going to remember Jay Uso for that. If he doesn't ever win the world title, we're going to remember Jay and say in 2023, he was world championship material, just like in 1989, Kurt Henning was championship material, just like in, 19, in 1990, Ravishing Rick Rude should have beat the Ultimate Warrior in the Steel Cage of SummerSlam. Nobody can tell me different. Nobody. But it wasn't going to happen. There's just certain things we won't understand, but it is what it is. <laughs> I, I think you're right on multiple yeah. levels right there. There's tons of guys right now that are in that same position where we can look back and say, well, at this time, he could have he could have been as over as anybody else in the company, right? Right. Um, I look at AEW like that every single time I watch AEW, which is another company that is just frustration beyond limits for right. me right now. Right. You know, so, um, yeah, no, I, I fully agree with you. And I agree with your point as well. I understand what you're trying to say. I, I don't think you're you're being unfair in your assessment. I just think sometimes, you know, WWE just goes out of their way, and that's the issue. WWE goes out of their way to just piss me off, and that's what it feels like. It's just one of those things they just continue to do things that are just ridiculous. Like I gave the very vivid example a couple of weeks ago on the show about I don't think I've ever, I have heard an ovation at Madison Square Garden since the Attitude Era, and that's no hyperbole, that when the Usos came out the week after Money in the Bank, they were over more than the, – the place came unglued when they opened up SmackDown that week just for them to break them up a month later. It, it, it's beyond realm of understanding. <laughs> yeah. I think WWE's problem right now is with that heavyweight title. Like you said, it's always going to play second fiddle to Romans, right? Right. But as of right now, they're trying their hardest to build up that legacy for that title and not have Seth Rollins lose it so quickly. So that way he kind of has that Roman feel to where, hey, I'm defending my title every single week. Where's Roman been? You know what I mean? That's how they look at it. And also, and as... Let me jump in. Let me jump in real quick. Let me link these two things for you. What you are both saying is the exact same thing. It is the carrot being dangled. As a macho man, CM Punk, I love the secondary guy in this company, in WWE's whole history. They dangle the carrot. That's Seth's carrot to go chase. Yeah, your main event with Punk. What do you mean? I see Rockstar put CM Punk's hype will be dead by February. You tell them that six-figure check he made with him doing – how long was he on Survivor Series for? 30 seconds? Maybe a minute? Yeah, you tell me that. That Ooh, hard Bro, work. I bought my shirt that night. I'm just saying. <laughs> 60 seconds he came out. He made six figures, they said. That's crazy. That's more than I make in a year. He just walked out there. Yo, it's just wild to me. And the same thing you're saying, it's the same carrot. They're getting Jay Uso to chase everybody. L.A. Knight's match, I know you said that it, maybe it was too early for him. It was a temperature check. It's Stone Cold versus Undertaker after Austin won the belt. It's the same. Okay, Taker's the champ now after WrestleMania 13. Put him in, in your house against Austin. This is, let's see if you're still over after this. Because they want to make sure you're going to stay over. 
And I think they've shown that. And I see Sean's frustration is you did this to Jay already. He's done it. He stayed over. This is the Sasha Banks frustration stuff I'm talking about where I'm over still. What do you what do you want me to do now? <laughs> I need you to take a loss. Like you're you're waiting for something bad to happen so you can use that against me. Like, come on, dude, help me out here. That's why wrestling has so many arguments in the back and forth. It's philosophy. And because of all the inconsistencies, you know, me and on my on my soapbox about Jay or anybody else on their soapbox about LA Knight or anybody else on their soapbox about Seth Rollins, we forget about the elephant in the room. What are they gonna do with money in the bank? At this point, I'm lost. I'm lost. What the heck are they gonna do with money in the bank? I think they're gonna use it as a storyline as to Priest loses, and that's going to be his motivation to go against them. That's what I think they're going to use it for. Another another brilliant, and I'm not saying it would be your idea. You're saying that's the route that WWE would go. Another brilliant idea by World Wrestling Entertainment. Or they're going to ruin everything, and Cody wins the title, and he cashes in on Cody and ruins the entire yeah. moment. <laughs> I will hate that. I'm, I personally do not like the money in the bank concept anymore, but I know they're not going to get rid of it. It's just it's too good. I'm not in Cody Rhodes fan club, but that would be a disgrace. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the money in the bank stuff either, unless you're putting people with credibility in it. Like, why weren't, why didn't we have an LA Knight or a Sami Zayn or, you know, people that have already been chasing the title that would have kind of continued their storyline. But right now they're trying to build up that judgment day to be that unstoppable carrying all the gold type thing, you know, and it's, I don't know. It's beyond me, man. Right. Um, yeah, the only babyface champion on the main roster, Quill says, is Seth Rollins, if you want to count Dragon Lee, even though he has an NXT-sanctioned championship. Punk wins the Rumble. Cody wins the Chamber, I will agree with. I, I think can, that I is... See that. Yeah, Cody's not going to that Rumble. So he'll, he'll find his way through the Chamber. Well, you don't want to risk Cody getting booed. Now you have to make sure you're playing smart with Cody. And Cody could do like the holy shakes punk's hand and oh I'll never find my way. It's the Shawn Michaels Undertaker thing. Mm-hmm. Shawn didn't need to win the rumble. That you needed to give him the hope that he was gonna win. And I'll never forget Batista knocking his hands off and them old hands just sticking out like no, no. <laughs> he falls off and it's like, yep, perfect. Perfect. McKinney says that pro wrestler shoot uh gets the thumbs up. My sentiments exactly on Jay Uso. E says brass rings, pal. Uh Rock is watching all this unfold. There will always be a plan B. You better stop with that rock stuff. You better cut it out. James, Seth, I know yesterday was your smell. birthday, but don't 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 be getting me started over here on somebody else's show. You're gonna hear all about it tomorrow, pal. <laughs> Main event Jay Uso, Macho Man Randy Savage. It's almost similar. Ex- uh expect that they leave at least Macho Man the championship. Yeah, they gave Macho the belt twice. But you still knew. You still knew what it, it was. was secondary. Yeah. Cody wins that Mania. Priest cashes in. Priest ain't cashing in. I'll, I'll let you guys know that. They will not do that to Cody because they still want people from over there. They are not done taking people. They want Okada. They're going to try to get Okada. I'm telling you. Okada's not happy in New Japan. They're going to try. I don't know if New Japan's going to let them go, but they're going to try if they get the opportunity to. Mercedes going back to WWE. I could see it happening now. I could see Trinity going back too. Another failed cash in. It should go away, uh, or you should have to pick uh, your title shot. Not this hold it until whenever, but it can't be WrestleMania. Trash money in the bank. 
when should Priest cash in? I I don't have an answer to that for you guys. I really I, don't. I, I will say this though. I want I want to talk a little bit more about the world title, and not necessarily Jay particularly, but just in general. Um, I have a great respect for the history of this industry. Like I I'm a, I'm truly a student of the game. I study this stuff as an adult. I'm so happy to look back on things that I didn't understand as a kid from the business side, from the journalistic side. So for me, it, it, it's a little bit deeper than what it would be for some. And what I mean by that is I, my heart breaks for legacies like Scott Hall and legacies like, like Kurt Henning, you know, people like that who clearly should have been world champion. That's, that's where my, um, my passion for Jay Uso or somebody of that elk comes from. That's where my passion comes from for somebody like Billy Gunn. That's where my passion comes from for people who, in my opinion, at least were on the verge, on the verge of being world champions, which is what every professional wrestler aspires to be. Make no mistake about that. That's one thing that's indisputable. Any professional wrestler who enters this industry, and nine times out of ten, the, the letters WWE are attached to it, they have the goal of being WWE world champion when the, fir the first time they grapple with their brother and sister in the basement. So with that sentiment being said, you hate to see a ravishing Rick Rude not be WWE world champion. Now, he ended up winning the international title in WCW. That takes a little bit of the edge off. But somebody like Kurt Henning, I keep repeating Kurt Henning's name because to me, Kurt Henning is the most complete wrestler to ever live. I mean, the dude was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Never been world champion. Somebody like, somebody like him living and dying, having never had that moment, that genuinely bothers me, considering I know that this is predetermined. Obviously, we're all grown men. We understand the deal, right? So for me, going back to checking the boxes, that's what it's all about for me. And maybe, I don't even think my fans, our fans in this chat understand that. Maybe not even Conrad understood it. PWS, I want to put you on as well. When you bust your tail in this industry and you check all the boxes and somehow it doesn't work out for you, I consider that a tragedy because there's not one man or woman that starts out in this industry that doesn't have aspirations of being the best at what they do. And there's only one belt in the wrestling world that makes you the man, and that's being at one time, the WWE champion, now the WWE universal champion. There's only one belt that signifies that. So as probably it's going to work out when Jey Uso never is world champion, but we remember 2023 as being a year where he could have been world champion. That's where my angst comes from. Because Kurt Henning, God rest his soul. Scott Hall, God rest his soul. They were world championship material. They never got their moment. I don't care if that moment was on Monday Night Raw. 
I don't care if that moment was on WWE Superstars. I don't care if that moment was at WrestleMania. Wasn't Scott Hall the world champion in WCW, though? Scott Hall was never world champion in WCW. No, oh, nope. I could have swore he was. So I think he had the belt. I think he stole it or something like that. Yeah, I was remember, remembering right. some sort of gimmick where he was walking so, around with it. So I, so I hope that that gives a little, a little more insight to my passion for this particular subject. Because it, it, it's deep, bro. It's deep. No, it, it makes sense. <laughs> Sean, it falls in line with anyone else who's been a wrestling fan over the years. You have Ted DiBiase, though, Jake the Snake. You have so many other people that you could put in that same uh, that same lining. And it's how many times are we going to transfer the belts, though? You got to pick and choose sometimes. And when you have that much talent in there, it's going to be tough to, to decide, like, you're the guy. No, you're the guy this week. Because you don't want to pass it around like it's a hot potato either. No, so, I, 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 look, it, that, it, I hope that gives you guys a little bit more insight. Because I don't but, think but I also at the same right time, now. it's the wrestling business. Like you have to have people play their roles. I got a friend, Chris Williams. Conrad, you know all about him. There are people oh, yeah, Chris. They there are people in the wrestling business that need to have their roles, right? We're not all here. Like if you're a business, you're not hiring all these wrestlers to be your top guy, right? It's just not going to happen. Like you're not you're you're hiring people to fill positions on your show. You need your your jobbers. You need your undercard. You need your mid card. You need your top guys. If they get to that top guy position, great. But we can't get everybody to that top guy. But sometimes people become top guys by accident. That's true. But that's also, <laughs> I mean, that's an L.A. Night situation too right. waiting to happen, right? To right. where it's just. You know, fans will take over the show at any given time. But, Jesse, that's when you go backstage, though, and you ask your boss, what does it take? Obviously, CM Punk said, I want to be your top guy. And he gave he gave him the goals. He said, sell more T-shirts, do the make-a-wishes, do all yep. this stuff, and then you, you can be the top guy. He did it, and then he still didn't get it. So he was like, why did I do this? Why did you lie to me? I think and, and CM makes, Punk truly became that top guy, though, when he left wrestling for seven years and showed back up in professional wrestling. I'm going to quote a person that a lot of people don't like. How can you miss me if I never go away? Mm. Stop playing the WWE game sometimes. That's where someone mentioned Dolph Ziggler in the chat when you were talking about Mr. Perfect, Sean. That's Mm. why Ziggler got put in that box. Dolph Ziggler is someone who I think should have went away. And that's the other crazy thing that WWE has told you. Cody, Punk, go away. Leave. NXT ain't building nobody from ground up. And like, ta-da, I'm great. No, you got to go away and understand this game that they're playing. And I'll add one more name to that list. Shinsuke Nakamura had a window. Shinsuke Nakamura had a window. It's never coming back. (laughs) But he had a window. Bobby Roode had a window, too. He, that Drew McIntyre. Well, Drew McIntyre, he got, got, he, ha, he had his moment. Unfortunately, there were no fans. Yeah, but you see what I'm saying? He can't get it back. Chosen. Right, right. <laughs> Did somebody say games? Uh, yeah. Let's 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 get ready to end this because I know yeah, Raw's about to start. Awesome. AEW. We were we were going to talk about um, future stars. Was what Sean wanted to bring up tonight. Um, I put a couple people's pictures in the chat. I mean, who do you guys see as like AEW's in this weird place right now? Obviously, MJF's one of the guys that's in there. He's being built up as one of the top guys. But 
after MJF, there's really not a lot of is hope the right word? There, there's thoughts, but there's a, a few, the the resounding name that I keep hearing is Swerve. So I think Swerve in 2024 will hold that championship belt by hook or by crook. They're going to end up giving it to Swerve Strickland, but. Besides Swerve, who do you guys see in that mix? Who should AEW be putting the focus on and trying to make legit main eventers out of? I was going to say Swerve. It's kind of hard outside of that. Um, you know, Adam Cole's already an established star. I think he has a world championship reign in front of him. Uh, they, they, unfortunately, I think the reason the reason why I brought this subject up is because I don't think AEW has much in that regard. That's the problem. Uh, I, I see them as being limited on the future stars that you could see as legitimate world champions, unless like something happens, like I said earlier, when somebody stumbles into something. Isn't it weird though that we t- their roster hasn't changed? Right, and obviously They're- I see Prince, Prince Rockstar with a great point. Darby's awesome. I think Will Ospreay's even more awesome. Will Ospreay will be a world champion in AEW. Darby, I hope he gets a shot, but Darby's iffy because it's like, will they pull the trigger? I don't know. My yeah. goodness, can yeah. you imagine seeing a match between Swerve and Will Offspray for the world title? I was just kind of envisioning that as you guys Crazy. were talking. And, Crazy. Um, wow. Yeah, that, that would be... To me, Swerve is the guy that you need to you need to push immediately. That's, you know, <laughs> quoting Triple H, that's that lightning in a bottle that AEW needs to capture and run with right now because Swerve is the total package to me, man. I think that guy has everything. He's uh, I, look, I've been watching him for years. He, he's my, he's my local uh, wrestler <laughs> down at defy. You know what I mean? Like from yeah. Seattle. So um, Tacoma, sorry. He's on uh, top of his game. Yeah. Swerve has always been amazing. Even in the independence growing up and watching him, man, he's been a lot of fun. So uh, now just seeing him on TV and seeing what he's capable of. The dude is a star. Absolutely. And, um, and I'd hate to say this too, but after that match with Adam Hangman Page, I, I think that Hangman kind of came out of his shell a little bit during that match with Swerve. So that's another guy that you got to look at. But as far as Adam Cole, man, like I just as as much as I love Adam Cole and and Brian Danielson, I just don't think those are the two right people to to put the title. And you got Will Ospreay coming in. You know what I mean? Well, I've said Will Ospreay. I don't know if you heard that. I've, I've said yeah. Will Ospreay is the best wrestler in the world. So, yeah. I mean, obviously I have no objection about that. I, I disagree, but yes. I've okay, heard fair enough. <laughs> I love Will Ospreay too, man. So I'm who do you biased. consider to be the best wrestler alive today? I'm biased, man. I'm biased. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to strictly throw it out there. It's Brian Danielson all day. Brian okay, Danielson. I mean, I'm not going to I'm not gonna argue that to the death. But Brian, Brian, he's in my top five. So, yeah, yeah. Brian Danielson is my favorite wrestler of all time. So, gotcha. um, But he's my hometown boy as well. You know, Fair enough. Fair enough. So. I just don't think any, I think Will Ospreay is the best in the world, but you're not going to hear me argue too hard about Danielson. Danielson's amazing. I So I started looking at other people for them to uh, build around. Now, ROH is another weird thing, but Athena has been main eventing their shows. Why is this person not being used on dynamites and things like that is another like questionable thing that you, you have to ask yourself. And I think you can do better with trying to focus on people in the women's division who people like. I hear a lot of talk for Hater, a lot of talk for Timeless Tony Storm. Maybe you try to feature them a little bit more, get them in segments that are going to matter, that get people to care. You got to invest some time. I get it that you're going to have to take some losses on it. But at the same token, if you don't put time in, people will never care about that women's division personally. 
Thunder Rosa is um, going to be coming back soon. Yeah, you got you got to try to get these people over so that that way the the segments aren't dipping when they are on television. Um, and I wanted to put two other names in this category real quick. Wheeler Yuta and Daniel Garcia are a lot of they put a lot of time into these guys. Wheeler Yuta, Captain Planet, as I always call him, he's Pen Kenny Omega. You you don't do too much to capitalize on this. Why not give these guys more things and let them capitalize? Garcia, you've been telling a tremendous story with him, and Jericho kind of abandoned the story. That's where I thought they were going, and now we're back to this Danielson story. What what are they doing? Like I think that could be your Eddie and Benoit. I'm not saying main event right away, but they could be your upper. Like you got to come through me if you want that world title shot, and that's what I want to see more of from them instead of them being lackeys in like groups and they're the guys that eat the pinfalls in the matches. You could do something with these two, and and Daniel Garcia, bias aside, he is from my area as well, Buffalo. Daniel Garcia is but, amazing. He's an amazing talent. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I just think that that's someone you could look at. Um, I'm seeing people put Darby in the chat. He's another person I uh, wouldn't be upset with. I think you can do stuff with him. Ethan Page, someone said. I Ethan Page has got to show me some more still, but if if it's his time, he needs to do it now. I don't know if you got any thoughts on any of those folks or. I like Ethan Page. I think that window might be closing. Yeah. He's, I think he's about all of our age, too, because I know we're all pretty close in age. Yeah. Uh, Cole and Danielson, injury prone. Yeah, I don't, don't get E started. <laughs> House of Black members, perhaps. Um, Malachi. Dude, Malachi and Pentagon all day. I don't know why we just throw these guys in tag teams and not let them. We've seen what well, Penta can do alone. We've seen what Malachi can do alone. Penta, I know why he's in a tag team. That is to preserve him for as long as you can keep him because him and his brother are insane in the ring. Like, they can do amazing things. And if one goes out, the other one fills in, whatever. Um, I can hear it. And Malachi, I think he should be in the world title picture. I don't think he's been used right since the Cody stuff. No. Honestly, like, I don't know what happened with that. Jay Uso opening up Monday Night Raw, by the way. Copy that. Uh, if Tony Khan is smart, he'll book Swerve Strickland to be the first black AEW world champion. I think he will. Uh, I, I heard Athena will go to collision, perhaps. Captain Planet. Jericho is a succubus. <laughs> Shout out to that Cody promo. Wherever he goes, there's heat. He doesn't care about the wrestlers. Kingston excites me. Yeah, I like Kingston too. I, I'm a huge Eddie Kingston fan. I think he's got the he's got the mankind story that you could tell, and people will cry in that arena if he wins the belt. He'll be there crying. Believable. He wouldn't even know what to say. He's and he doesn't need to be champ for a long time. He could be the champ for two weeks, like Sean was saying. Like you could do that for a couple weeks. He doesn't need to be 18 month champion. So I'm just putting out there House of Black um and the devil would be interesting. Could be. We'll see how that storyline all plays out, but we took some extra time, but it was cool having Pro Wrestling Shoot come on. Uh, Jesse, tell the people when you're live tomorrow so they can come and check you out. I don't know what the topics are for the show, but. Uh, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, CM Punk is the topic. <laughs> CM Punk. We're going to be talking some WWE 2K24 as well as some uh, wrestling code, actually. We're going to be talking about the Interesting. wrestling code. Nice. Interesting. Um, make sure you shout me out and feature me on there. I saw I was featured on another YouTuber's video today. Brother, Forgot you guys to are invited anytime you want. Just come on the show. 
tell me you want the invite. You got it. Both of you guys. I appreciate <laughs> Major it. Major respect over here it. to the Clash of the Podcast, man. I love I everything that, you guys man. do. Thank you. Thank you. Sean, I'm going to let you uh, take us out as you usually do in such a well-mannered uh, and polite way. Take us out of here and leave us with a good word. And like, you know, it's, it's, it's a blessing, man. We appreciate everybody being here. Uh, all the chat, obviously, um, you know, continue to be the uh, the fuel that makes us go. You know what I'm saying? Definitely looking forward to next week. Make sure you check out, check out PWS tomorrow. Five o'clock Pacific. I think I got that right. Am I right? Five o'clock Pacific. I heard you say, make sure you support. You know what I'm saying? It's beautiful to have all these different talented people trying to bring forth some really good material in the midst of this wrestling world that needs a lot of help. Maybe we can be that help for you. That's what I'm trying to do. That's what we're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? So on behalf of my tag team partner, Conrad Cushman, for our guest, a very special guest, PWS is in the building. We appreciate you, my G. And of course, my name is Sean Hubbard of Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. This is Clash of the Podcast. Be blessed, be encouraged. Remember, evil never prevails. We'll talk to you next week. Peace.